0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, Fair and 68 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 27th of February, 2024. Rich Muller is with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we are going to be under a wind advisory today. You can expect winds out of the south 20 to 30 miles an hour, gusts up to 40 miles an hour. Those will switch to the north and northwest tonight into the day on Wednesday as the cold front moves through the state. So be aware that unsecured objects could blow around, tree limbs could be blown down, some power outages could result from that. Also means use extra caution when driving if you've got especially one of those high profile vehicles. It's going to be a very warm day today, 84 degrees, our high temperature this afternoon. Our overnight forecast calls for a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms. Mostly cloudy in our low 42. Now, as far as the timing of this, that 42 degrees is really going to be at dawn. It's still going to be pretty warm when you go to bed tonight. Wednesday will be partly sunny, a high of 52. Breezy as that wind advisory continues. Wednesday night, winds calm down. Mostly cloudy skies. We'll cool off to the low 30s. Thursday, partly sunny, a high of 52. Showers are likely Thursday night, otherwise mostly cloudy, low of 37. Friday brings sunshine in 61, and we'll be back into the 70s for the weekend with sunshine and a slight chance of rain on Sunday afternoon. Right now, it's Fair and 68 at the KVOM Studios. Let's take a moment and send out congratulations to our KVOM Employee of the Day. It's Caleb Payne at Hagen's Dodge. Obituaries this morning, Catherine Aline Ham died Friday, February 23rd, just short of her 83rd birthday. She was a member of Bethel Missionary Baptist Church for 45 years, worked at Piggly Wiggly for many years, and was married to Jim for 50 years until his passing in 2009. She's survived by her children, Mike and Kim Ham of Moralton, Terry and Lori Ham of Conway, and Beverly and Patrick McGinnis of Missouri, 11 grandchildren, 11 great-grandchildren and one sister. A Celebration of Life for Aline Ham will be Thursday, February 29th at the Bethel Missionary Baptist Church in Morlton Visitation at noon, followed by the funeral service at 2 p.m. Arrangements are by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Morlton J.C. Wilson, age 87, of Morlton died on Thursday, February 22nd. The funeral service will be this morning at 10 at the Harris Chapel with Brother Jeff Crowder officiating. Burial will be at Lost Corner Cemetery in Cleveland with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 734, as we turn to news this morning, the Conway County Quorum Court has approved an interlocal agreement with the City of Minifee that calls for a daily fee of $54.83 to be made by the city to the county for each city inmate detained at the Conway County Detention Center. Fee assessment agreements are already in place with the cities of Moralton, Plumerville, and Apollo, that enabled the county to offset the cost it incurs to house municipal inmates at the jail. In other matters from Monday's monthly meeting, the Quorum Court approved a revision to the personnel policy to provide holiday pay for county employees based on the actual number of holiday hours worked. Justices of the Peace also approved an amendment to the 2024 budget that includes the appropriation of $1,200 for the Pettyjean Fire District to finish equipping a new truck and the transfer of $13,000 for the Springfield Fire Department to purchase a side-by-side. A resolution proposed by MedTech EMS requesting up to $45,000 in reimbursements for additional expenses that will be incurred by the company and providing service enhancements during the eclipse was tabled. J.P. Jonathan Trafford explained, the resolution should be reviewed by the Budget and Finance Committee before approval is granted by the full court. I know we had great discussion about it uh, with Tim from MedTech I and mean, we discussed a dollar amount, but mm-hmm. until we go through the, the committee process, um, yeah. I, w- I would agree yeah. that, um, you know, as far as the eclipse is concerned, uh, we have our entities that we are financially responsible for, our Sheriff's Office, 911, that we don't know what those costs are going to be yet either. So I agree uh, that our, obviously our medical personnel and staff are going to be crucial to this event. And and yes, uh, there needs to be more discussion on moving forward with with something such as this. But I just I don't think we're there yet. The Budget and Finance Committee plans to meet in the coming weeks to further review and discuss the resolution. And the Quorum Court is expected to address it again at its regular March meeting. 736, it's fair, and 68 at the KVOM studios. We're under a wind advisory. Today's high, 84.
2: hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank.
0: Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737. Fair and 68 at the KVOM studios. The Perry County Sheriff's Office is warning residents to be on the lookout for an unmarked SUV that has reportedly been following motorists with its lights on. The Sheriff's Office says It has received complaints about the dark-colored unmarked SUV that has blue and red lights on the front license plate area. The Sheriff's Office says it has only one unmarked vehicle, a new white Dodge Ram truck for the Criminal Investigation Unit that does not work patrol. Authorities say all patrol vehicles will be clearly marked with the word sheriff along the passenger and driver's side of the vehicle. If you see the vehicle in question, you're asked to try to get a license plate number and report it to the Sheriff's Office. The Arkansas Department of Agriculture's Forestry Division is reminding Arkansans that wildfire danger is elevated across the state, and currently 14 counties are under a burn ban, including Faulkner and Van Buren. The Forestry Division breaks down wildfire danger into four risk levels, low, moderate, high, and extreme. Risk levels are determined by drought status and long-term weather forecasts and are defined by how easily fires can start and how hard they are to contain. Currently, 42 counties in the state have been given the high designation, while the rest of the state remains under moderate risk levels. Conway County and Perry County are both in the moderate risk designation, which means conditions are such that fire can start from accidental causes. That may not become serious, but caution should be taken. The Forestry Division is asking those who see fires to report them by calling 1-800-468-8834 and to avoid flying drones in the area. When drones are present, those fighting the fires are unable to perform detection flights or fly single-engine air tankers to drop water. This week is Severe Weather Awareness Week in Arkansas. Today's topic is a focus on lightning and the dangers it can cause. Lightning is a hazard in all thunderstorms, whether they are severe or not. In the last 30 years, lightning was the third deadliest thunderstorm hazard behind flash floods and tornadoes. There are an average of 40 to 50 fatalities a year due to lightning across the country. Officials say most lightning deaths and injuries occur in the summer when people are outdoors. Dennis Kavanaugh with the National Weather Service in Little Rock reminds us that all thunderstorms produce lightning and it only takes one strike to hurt or kill a person. He says the best advice for staying safe is to get to a closed shelter when a storm is approaching.
1: It's pretty much that simple. Get to a shelter where you're covered all around you. Even if your shelter gets struck, that, that lightning will you know, affect the things around you and not you directly. So if you're out in a storm, just even sit in your car until the storm passes. And, and the big thing is, especially if you're out uh, you know, at a kid's sporting event, take your kid off the field while the storm moves by. Uh, even if it delays the game for 30 minutes, it's uh, certainly not worth the risk uh, just to keep playing during a thunderstorm.
0: Lightning can strike as much as 10 miles away from a thunderstorm cloud, so it should come as no surprise that most lightning deaths occur as a thunderstorm is approaching or moving away and not necessarily overhead. The Weather Service adds that if a person is struck by lightning, that person's body will not retain any electrical charge. Thus, the injured person can and should be cared for immediately. Arkansas is set to receive over $53 million in federal funding To implement drinking water and clean water infrastructure upgrades in communities across the state. The funding is part of the over $50 billion investment in water infrastructure upgrades from President Biden's bipartisan infrastructure law. Almost half the funding will be available as grants or principal forgiveness loans, ensuring funds reach underserved communities most in need of investments in water infrastructure. The funding the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency announced for Arkansas is part of a $5.8 billion investment through the Clean Water and Drinking Water State Revolving Funds, one of EPA's signature water investment programs. It's now 741. Let's check markets with Kirsten Crady of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton.
2: On Wall Street, stocks were mostly lower on Monday, with the S&P 500 shedding 0.4%, while the technology-heavy NASDAQ was lowered by 0.1%. Today's move lower follows a strong week that saw the S&P 500 gain roughly 1.7%. Bonds were also weaker today as Treasury yields finished higher, with the 10-year Treasury yield rising 0.02 percentage points to 4.28 percentage points. Sector leadership favored the information technology consumer discretionary and Energy sectors of the S&P 500, the latter of which was supported by higher oil prices. Small cap stocks also outperformed today, rising about 0.7%. The Dow closed at 39,069 and was down 62 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,976 and was down 20 points. Volume was heavy as 9 million shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down $0.20 at $16.60. Bank of America was down $0.31 at $33.61. Darren Company was down $1.45 at $363.21. Energy Corporation was down $2.55 at $99.95. Under Armour was up $0.07 at $8.20. Simmons Bank was up $0.02 at $18.93. Regions Financial was down $0.05 at $18.23. Southwestern Energy was up $0.03 at $6.94. Tyson's Food was up $0.31 at $54.12. Walmart was up $1.08 at $59.60. LiveRamp was up $0.53 cents at $36.17. Interpublic Group was down $0.02 cents at $32.28. Next year Energy was down $1.12 at $55.15. Natural Gas was up $0.23 cents at $1.62. Precious metals were lowered today with gold being down $8.10 at $2,041.30 and silver down $0.45 at $22.55. I am Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Moralton.
0: On our community calendar, a Tri-County Beef and Forage production conference for producers in Conway, Faulkner, and Van Buren counties will be held at 5.30 tonight at the Damascus Road Cowboy Church in Damascus. For more information, contact the Conway County Extension Office at 501-977-2146. The Atkins School Board will meet for a work session Wednesday at noon. The next Eclipse Resource Sharing Meeting for the Villages and Landowners Committee will be held Wednesday, 6, at the Moralton North Fire Station. The Promotions and Events Committee will meet Thursday at noon at Conway County Farm Bureau. You can find the complete meeting schedule online at arkeclipse.com. The Area Chamber of Commerce is holding a ribbon cutting at Pink Flamingo Tattoo, 315 East Commerce Street in Morrillton, Thursday morning at 10. The Nemo Vista School Board meets Thursday at 6.30 p.m. And Mountain View Baptist Church atop Wolverton Mountain will hold its fifth Thursday night gospel singing Thursday at 7. All are invited to lead a song, join in congregational singing, or just listen. And a potluck meal will follow the singing. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can just listen on our website or the EAB Media app. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 745, fair and 68 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on Close Up We'll visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart, Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues.
2: Patty Jean State
1: Right in
0: town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender.
1: KVM's News Wide Dress Sports, and Eric Fowler. High School Basketball State Tournament. Step off across Arkansas today with two teams from Conway County in action. The One of You Girls take on Bradley at 4 p.m. in the Class 1A tournament at North Arkansas College in Harrison. And the Marlton Girls play at Magnolia at 7 p.m. in the Class 1A 4A tournament in Farmington and we'll have broadcast both of those games live on 101.7 KVOM online at KVOM.com and on the EAB media app. Big O's boys start playing the class 2A tournament in Mansfield today. The Panthers take on Earl at 5:30 p.m. Another first round action this week. Marlton's boys will play Brooklyn at 8:30 Wednesday night at the 4A tournament in Farmington and Cigarhards girls will play Emerson at 1 p.m. Thursday at the 1A tournament in Harrison. Both of those games also airing live on 101.7 KVOM. The high school baseball softball and soccer seasons are underway this week. After dropping a benefit game to Lone Oak last week, Marlton High School baseball team beat Wallonia 2-1 on Monday. Devil Dogs are scheduled to play their home opener today against Boonville. First pick from Devil Dog Yard scheduled for 4.30 p.m. Marlton High School girls and boys soccer teams open their season with wins over Mills on Monday at Devil Dog Stadium. The girls team won 8-0. The boys team won 7-2. And the same team is scheduled to play again tonight, this time at Mills girls at 5 p.m., followed by the boys at 7. Neal Vista is scheduled to open its baseball season today. Red Hawks play at Dover at 4.30 p.m. The Arkansas Razorback men's basketball team seeks a third consecutive win tonight, and the Hawks play host to Vanderbilt in Bud Walton Arena tip-off is it's scheduled for 8 o'clock. And look at weather now on this Tuesday. Currently in Marlton, humidity is at 100%. Southwest winds at 12 miles per hour. Beverage pressure, 29.6 inches. Low temperature this morning, 62 degrees. High yesterday, 78. A year ago today, the low was 56. The high was 78. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year: 10.56 inches. Our sunset this evening is 6:03. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6:43. And forecast calling for breezy conditions. Light chance of rain this morning and increasing clouds through the day. Afternoon high near 84 degrees, but wind advisory is in effect. With those strong winds gusting up around 35 miles per hour today, then around 40 miles per hour tonight. That wind advisory continues until 9 a.m. tomorrow. Tonight, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms again overnight. Windy, low around 42 degrees, and then uh, quite a bit colder the next couple days after high, particularly in the mid 80s today. We're looking at low 50s for the high Wednesday and Thursday. Partly sunny tomorrow and breezy, high near 52. And then we'll have mostly. Cloudy skies Wednesday night, low down to 33, low 50s again Thursday, and then we'll start warming back up a little bit as we go through the weekend. Right now, fair skies, 68 degrees in Marlton at 7.50. On KEVOM Newswire continues in just a moment.
2: Daddy Gene State Bank. Right in town and always
0: in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an
1: equal housing lender. And we're going on our close-up interview this morning by Conway County Judge. Give me heart and good morning to you, Morning, Judge. Eric. Mm-hmm. it's good to catch up with you again. Of course, Quorum Court met last night and uh, did a little bit, not, not a whole lot of uh, business last night, but did have... Uh budget amendment for some, yep. uh, I guess, equipment purchases. Not a lot, just yeah. pretty important what we've yeah. done. Absolutely, it's always important for <laughs> sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, a couple of equipment purchases there and then a few other uh, few other ordinances. Yeah, we, appro- well,
3: appropriate, we, uh, oh, we appropriate some monies, I think. Uh, Frankfield Fire Department in the process of buying a side by side. Obviously, they'll try to accommodate our eclipse coming April the 8th and then. Uh, extension. We appropriated some money for them. I know we've done some for the prosecuting attorney. They had a uh, copy machine go down, so they had to consolidate some funds to, to purchase either lease or purchase a copy machine. And uh, they appropriated some money. The sheriff's office lost a vehicle, and uh, insurance sent a check on that. So we appropriated some money so they get them another vehicle. All
1: right, that is the
3: housekeeping end. Up. Yeah, for
1: sure. <laughs> and uh, did have the to uh, the personnel policy for holiday pay. What? Uh, yeah, we, it. Uh,
3: what we have gotten into. I know the sheriff's office have gone on twelve-hour shifts, and it, and our personnel policy reflected that we could pay them holiday pay, which is double time on that holiday uh, for up to eight hours. And that need to, we had to adjust that to accommodate what the shift change they've made. Uh, it's kind of like uh, somebody brought that up and it makes a lot of sense uh, three people work eight hour shifts and two people work two 12 hour shifts so obviously you don't want people working a, an extended shift and basically not getting paid for it so we took care of that last night all
1: right and then did uh i guess complete that agreement with uh, menifee for the for yes. the gel fee and that yes. kind of finishes all the all the cities now yeah that's that
3: got them all all hooked up some of them are uh, menifee chose to take the daily rate uh Novel's paying a one-time amount every year. Uh, Oplo's doing the daily rate, uh, city of Marlton office is doing a one, a solid amount once a year. And, uh, so hopefully we're, where well, we need to be on that and can continue to provide the service we do with our attention facility.
1: Yep. Get, uh, get that revenue in there and offset those expenses, uh, for yes. sure that you incur. Well, at that's kind of like middle.
3: I've said, uh, you know, that everything, every day we, as we move forward, uh, it's not a it's not a hotel, obviously, but just people that you've got to take and you've got to spend money and you've got to care for them and take care of them when they're incarcerated. So uh, that's part of what we deal with, yeah. and we just have to, by law, we've got to take and maintain it and keep it up, and it's got to be there for sure. Judge, anything else? From the meeting? Well, uh, we night? had a uh, I think it was uh, an ordinance on it was a, what I'll call our sunshine ordinance for a person that works at the, uh, I think it's Overcup Fire Department. It's Justin D. Curry, and and he's allow him to take and do some business with county fire departments because it's like i tell folks anymore uh, a lot of our vendors anymore we deal with come out of little rock and come or come out of fort smith and uh, as we all know that's not a cheap endeavor anymore uh, sure. shop rates are going through the roof and travel rates have too so uh, try to do the best we can to allow good quality people or what i call gifted and talented people that have a skill or a trade is within the, the ranks of the fire department's taking Accommodate, say, makes them a little money and saves us a whole lot of money.
1: Yep, for sure. And uh, I guess talked a little bit about the uh, Eclipse or what uh, MedTech and I was wanting some
3: yeah some funding and that that
1: actually was was tabled so I was a little more.
3: <clears throat> They're not right yeah. quite where they want to be yet. Yeah. <clears throat> they are working on that. I feel very confident they are going to do something. Uh, obviously, you know this is the big the big unknown. I know Tim Hill um, spoke before. Uh, Budget Finance Committee, I believe it was. I hope I say that right, for public health and safety. Can't remember which, but uh, talking about the flexibility they've got in doing this thing and I do believe, because the big unknown out here is nobody really knows what's gonna gonna happen, but I I tell I said that last night and I'll say it again if you want, if you (laughs) If you want to go to have a good, I guess, a, a better time for some folks, you go further out to Russell and Conway. But when I live, or I live two miles from the county line, and when I looked on, on the little community I live in, it's four minutes and seven seconds. So I think I'm pretty comfortable in saying all of Conway County is going to see four minutes of total darkness. So if, if you want to experience a maximum amount of, of, of exposure to total, ecl- total solar eclipse, Conway County is probably a really good place to be. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're going to take, and hopefully, I think what we're going to, I'm going to, we're going to ask for. I'm going to do is probably, maybe try to have a special call meeting. And I think we need to get this thing under our belt and figure out what we're going to do so MedTech can know what they're going to do. I just don't think we need to wait till we get to the, you know, to the 11th there, the 11th there, and seconds to mm-hmm. make a decision because obviously uh, MedTech's got to make their arrangements too.
1: Yep, for sure, and they will be. Uh critical uh, component there to the uh the, the eclipse with oh the yeah no
3: doubt i mean it's just you know i'm saying this we've got a you hate to say this but we've got a plan for the you know you got to plan for the worst and hope for the best and the best is uh, it's going to be clear and sunny that day uh, mm-hmm. uh and but plan obviously you've got uh, a plan for you know if you have potential problems or things such as that that uh, uh, we have taken i think we had a meeting and approved i think it's nine, nine campsites. sites I'm still under the impression we're probably gonna have a quite a bit of day trip or parking. The whole key to the success of this whole thing is gonna be keeping your your infrastructure open. That's mm-hmm. what it's all gonna come Good. down to. Yep. And that we very hopeful that we're able to accommodate that, but it's just gonna depend on the influx of people. I go back to square one, you know, I go back to Cash, Wyoming, I know how many people they had and they had one of is two minutes twenty five seconds. The other side of this, the next one of these significant one is in August of now, of twenty 45 i'm not sure i'll be around then okay well, that's that's a ways down the road yeah that's a ways so, down the road you probably will but i'm not sure i will be well, i hope i still am. i, I hope you
1: are i hope too, i am right? too but oh. but uh so yeah a lot uh will have a
3: lot uh a lot happening there and a lot to prepare for still and one other thing yeah. i forgot about and we talked about that our countywide cleanup this time mm-hmm. everybody write it down it's the fourth week of march Okay. It's going to be prior to the eclipse. Everything is pretty much the same as it's always been. The only exception, if you've got more than four tires, you're going to have to bring them, to the, call us, and bring them to the county shop.
1: Okay. All but right. other
3: than that, we're going to allow four tires to be unloaded because this one's going to have to be, uh, uh, time's going to, have to be pushing us, so we're going to have to move pretty ferociously to basically get it all done to com- for the eclipse.
1: Yep. And that, uh, of course, countywide cleanups usually later in april yes one certainly want to do it before the yes we're trying uh, to
3: get her cleaned up and get everything put aside uh, for the eclipse itself because uh, yeah, i hate to say this but i'm sure we'll be doing some after the eclipse too yeah. probably probably will have to for yeah.
2: sure
1: but certainly want it looking uh, want to look want the county looking as good as it can now sure. uh, for all the people
3: come all right Jake. we appreciate you coming in appreciate y'all i'm loving the weather i'm I'm afraid it's not it's, going to stay that way, but... It'll be a little bit different tomorrow. I think <laughs> so. I think it, we'll so.
1: have to drag a long sleeve out tomorrow. I think so. All right. Comet County give Jimmy Hart this morning. It's 802 now KVOM.
0: You've been listening to KVOM's
1: Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.